The Oregon College Savings Plan can help fund your child's dreams and ideas. But it's not just for college. It's also the trade school savings plan and the books and materials savings plan, even the room and board savings plan. With fewer educational expenses to think about, your kids can focus on what matters, their future. Start saving today to support your child's tomorrow. Learn more at OregonCollegeSavings.com. The Oregon College Savings Plan can help you support your kid's future career as a teacher. A airplane driver? Um, no, their career as a hairstyle designer. As a dinosaur doctor? Oh, their future job as a windmill builder. No, an ice cream taster. You know what? We just don't know what they want to be yet. But while they figure it out and dream big, we're here to help you save for what comes next, whatever that may be. Learn more at OregonCollegeSavings.com. started recording let's see the countdown start def- it counts down for five no, seconds no i did before. i did you said five <laughs> seconds so i hit record and it started counting down and you looked at me you it looked went, directly it went, at me it went back. you looked directly into my face and then asked me that <laughs> what up this is 85 yards the sports podcast by average sports fans for average mm. sports fans Aiming to bring sports conversation from the ball. Mm. What up? This is 85 yards. Oh, oh my God. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. This is 85 yards. The sports broadcast by average fans for average fans. Aiming to bring the sports conversation from the mm. bar to your speakers. Cheers. Raise a glass with us and let's get started Cheers. today. Well, on the ninth take, that kind of that went through pretty well. How are you doing, Ryan? Didn't know that you couldn't read, but you know it's fine. <laughs> what are you doing? For those of you who don't know, my name is Shaden. I I'm here with my co-host Ryan McClincy. This is 85 Yards, bringing some sports talk. And dude, I don't know about you, but I've never needed one of these more than the news that just came down about the about the league and all the craziness in the world. I I kind of need one of these. Um, you know, like we've kind of discussed, you know, we like to do the show with a drink in our hand. Kind of want to go over a little bit of the information about what we're drinking. I, for as much smack as I talk about Michelob Ultra, it was in my fridge. I can't stand Michelob Ultra. And everybody loves it nowadays. It's literally like everybody's go-to beer with everybody I'm with. So so if you talk so much shit, why is it in your fridge? Then people bring it over and, you know, I just drink it. It literally takes tastes like water, like had ran down like a storm drain into a beer glass is what it is what it kind of tastes like to me i feel for you it's actually funny so my my you know my family was in town last weekend and um michelob makes Mm. it's a tall boy and then it's like a prickly pear like beer like light beer that they make uh and Kristen Mm. was like so into it i guess like she thinks it's delicious and she told jesse about it and jesse they went and got it before they came over um to our house to play like drinking games and whatnot (laughs) she took one sip and she was just like 
Mm. No. No. That ain't the move, Chief. And and I looked in my fridge today, and I didn't realize that they bought two. So there's another one in my fridge that... (laughs) I'll probably drink at some point. Yeah, you have to do it. They just can't get it right, man. I mean, like, they just, they can't get it right. I don't know anybody that just plugs a drink and hates it. They speak to an audience, and they know their audience. It's like like, um, when we were talking about uh, uh, New Balance. Oh, yeah. They know who their audience is, and that's who they, that's, as long as their audience is is cool, as long as they, Mm. they cater to them, you're good. They'll never go out of business because for sure. Fuck it. New Balance knows that their demographic is dads. I don't know if you just bring the baby home from from the hospital and then six months later they just show up at your door. I think that's probably how it goes. They speak to an audience and they know their audience. It's like it's like um, when we were talking about uh, uh, New Balance, right? And you're not getting with their audiences, and that's who they that's. As long as their audience is, is cool, as long as they, they cater to them, you're good. Exactly. Well, what are you drinking on, brother? Hopefully something better. So, you know me, and, and I'm, a, I'm a liquor aficionado. I'm not really mm-hmm. aficionado, but I drink liquor. <laughs> the hard stuff. Because it's got a hard life, man, you know? For sure. No, it's hard. After this year. Dogs all day long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2020. As definitely, if there was a better year to be a liquor guy, it it's there's no better year than 2020. Yeah. But I got made myself a little margarita, homemade. It's a it's a little bit of can't remember mm. the name of the tequila. It's a cheap tequila. It's eleven dollars a bottle. Super cheap. Fuck it, Marks baby. I'm just gonna mix it with something anyways. So right, uh, tequila. A little bit of. Cointreau, mm. orange liqueur, mm, yeah, so uh, a little bit of lime juice. Put the pinky out for that ice, one. You know, just make it make it chilly. <laughs> get a little nice chill to it. So, kick us off. Yes. What the fuck is happening? Twenty twenty is happening, but what the fuck is happening? Yeah, I'm sitting here minding my own business, getting through my work day, and all of a sudden I get the alert zoot zoot on my iWatch, and then it comes up that they say, "Hey, the Bucks just." Haven't walked on the floor. They just haven't. They just haven't came out. It's four o'clock. It's like four twenty-five, and the Magic are on the floor, and they're like, "What's going on? I don't know what's going on." So finally, NBA reps mosey on into the Bucks locker room, and they're just like, "We ain't playing." So they're not playing. WNBA postpones games as well. The Major League Baseball, like three or four teams, have already said they're not playing tonight. In the most twenty twenty thing that could happen. You think you have something normal in life going on, and then a curveball from hell is thrown into the equation. What What are your thoughts on the action as we're kind of processing it in real time of what's going on with postponing these games? I've grown in 2020 to accept a lot. <laughs> Nothing is mm-hmm. off off the table. Nothing is off limits. Everything is just fucked. That's 2020. <laughs> That's and I've I've accepted. No, I've accepted it. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I've accepted it, and that's that's the sad part. I think is that I've been I've just accepted it because of just how how many just ridiculous things have happened this year, and like I don't right. care about baseball. They haven't adapted to the 
to the 21st century shit. They haven't adapted to the 20th century. So they're living in the times of antiquated old baseball. And that's okay, but I don't care. The majority of the world doesn't care, right? Um, until you adapt and change, then we'll talk, you know, like, which right. I think they're starting to do. I think, honestly, like, this has pushed them to to make some of the changes that they honestly needed to, to do anyways, like shorten the season a little bit, um, you know, make it not mm-hmm. as long of a game, make the kind of intervals between uh, plays shorter, like l- limiting the amount of time you're just waiting around watching dudes scratch their ass and like blatantly cheat in front of you, but like not cheat in front of you, you know, like. Right. Anyways, side note, that's completely different, but um, yeah, we don't, <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as the NBA is concerned, like, and we talked about it and like, I get the, I get why you um, boycott a game with everything that's going on. I get it. Like, and I think mm-hmm. that that's, that's perfectly understandable shit. I'd boycott two or three games even, you know, like boycott two weeks. Honestly, it gives you guys more time to chill out, relax, recover and come back to it. You know, like I saw one, um, Russell Westbrook was planning on coming back tonight. First game back and like, give him a couple weeks, yeah, they'll get, you know, give him a couple weeks and they'll then he likely comes back. Get him back yeah, yeah. And then he's back for probably the remainder of the playoffs unless something happens. But there's, there's some good that can come out of that. You know, like it's good to kind of take a break and and make sure everything's good, especially with the pandemic and everything going on. Like, but you can't cancel the season. Like, well, and that's what's that's what yeah. they're kicking around. Woj had said that too, and I know we kind of discussed that. Like in the short term, you know, like you said, I my sentiments the exact same thing with you. I have come to expect nothing. It's just like you know, you just. If someone were to bust into my house right now and take my TV, I would probably just not. I just yeah, that's what. what I mean, like that's. I'm not surprised by if, anything. If we and, all of a sudden know, found said, out that Santa was real, and that he yeah, died, sure he is. Yeah, and he died. I would not be surprised. Yeah. No more Christmas. Yeah, you know, I, at at the same time, I definitely understand. It's a. You know, it's definitely a a very controversial topic. I understand why it's happening. I mean, it's just, you know, and and we feel very similar on the situation. You know, it's just, it's an insane time right now. Yeah, my Um, thing is, like... You know, I know they're kicking around. As I say, my thing is, like, this has been, with with no sports, like, the world is just fucking a shit show. So, like... Somebody said it, and I forget who it was, but it was a few months back, and it was like, hey, we need football because, you know, you look back at the uh, 9-11 and when the Yankees won the World Series. And it was like, what did right. the Yankees win that year? Or was it the the Red Sox? It was, I'm pretty sure it was the Yankees. I think Yeah, I'm pretty two. sure it was the Yankees. But I remember George W. Bush like going out to the game immediately following uh, 9-11. And I remember that was like such a huge moment because it was a time when everybody united under one kind of idea. And like sports has, Mm -hmm. sports is one of the few things that 
can do that. And we need it. And like in a year where everything has been canceled from a sports perspective or postponed or pushed back or, you know, uncertain and all of this bullshit, it's like when there is sports, it, it takes you to just another place. It, it lets you escape for a minute, you know? And we need that when the rest of the world has gone to shit. And I, I like... I feel like you can't get rid of one of the only sports that's actually happening at an elite level because people need it. And like, yes, is yes what's going on bigger than the NBA, bigger than sports, bigger than everything? Absolutely. 100% agree. Um, but at the same time, it's not like this hasn't been an issue for years and years and years. And the number of protests, you look at Colin Kaepernick, you look at a lot of the stuff that has happened where athletes have made an effort to make it known, make it bring awareness to it, and it hasn't changed anything because we're still here. We're still in the middle of it. Canceling the season is not going to change that. Boycott it. Boycott a game. Boycott two games. You know, Absolutely. Bring awareness to what is going on and and discuss the absurdity of it. But at right. the same time, you have to get back because Americans need sports. Americans need something to look forward to. And right now, you're the only thing they have to look forward to. And and the big thing, and the big thing that I take away from that too is is that, you know, they they have if if this was the case and it was this volatile for this to happen, then why restart? I mean, if that if if mm-hmm. you're not going to see it through, there's been zero. Nobody's talking about. It. There's been zero positive cases in the bubble for like three and a half weeks now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're doing what they need to do, and they've spent a small fortune to get this to happen. And I completely agree. I think if anything, canceling the season is is not good because every time you turn on an NBA game, you see on the court, you know, Black Lives Matter. You mm-hmm. see all on yep, the back the of their jerseys. Yep. I mean, yep. it's literally. Yeah, you, it's a platform that they're able to actually say every single night, mm-hmm. "Hey, this is what this is what is going on right now, and we need this." And I think, like, I understand boycotting to make a statement. I don't really have a problem with it if it's if it's just over the next couple of days. But you got to get back to sports. Yeah. You, you got to get back to it. You can't just cancel the season because, again, I think that this entire process in yeah. the bubble has kind of given everybody the platform yeah. to to elevate and talk on this issue. We need to see Luka Doncic going out there and just being a, a quote-unquote bitch-ass white boy and just dominating <laughs> the fucking league. Dude, that was unreal. So watching that performance on Sunday, the, the games were amazing Sunday, kind of just segueing into that. I mean, that game where his ankle, they they brought a wheelchair out for him Friday night, and and he wasn't supposed to play. <laughs> Takes a shot of Toradol, plays in it, 43-17-13. That's a fat triple-double and a game-winner buzzer beater. Probably, I'm going to go out and say it, one, probably the best performance I've ever seen. Considering yeah. the injuries, the game-winner with that stat line, I've seen a lot of individual better moments the performance in totality over the course in an overtime buzzer beater on a 50% ankle. Yeah. It's unreal. It's absolutely I would, unreal. I would say the, and this is a, not a single game performance, but 
I think the best, like, just overall top to bottom performance it, that I've seen mm-hmm. in my lifetime would have to be the year LeBron won it with the Cavs and how he basically had to carry that team every single round through the finals and like his the effort that he still had and the energy that he still had like that was probably one of the most iconic and memorable moments in sports for me outside of you know i i vividly remember Derek fisher hitting the game-winning shot against the spurs um oh yeah i can tell you the year but i remember that play with like it was like 2.4 seconds left inbound play comes in boom That one sticks out here, too. Yeah, I definitely think over the course of a playoff that, you know, when LeBron did come back from 3-1 against the, Mm -hmm. excuse me, against the Warriors, I definitely think that that's probably it. But yeah, just single game performance to tie it up, unbelievable. Then we have later on that night, Jamal Murray going for 50 and what, uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell, like 51 or 52 in a two-point game. Mm -hmm. The, The... it has been so good in the bubble, the basketball has side of it, that yeah, I think not, like you're going to start drawing more and more eyes. Yeah, you're not traveling to it as well. Like, I mean, I think that's a big aspect mm-hmm. that goes un, unrecognized is like you're not traveling to all these places. You're not having, you know, three straight away games in varying cities across the United States and then going back home. Right. You're in one place. And you play there every single day. And not to mention, like, I mean, the more you shoot on a hoop consistently, the more you get familiar with the actual flow of it, with the actual, like, muscle memory, and the more like you are to hit it. So, like, yeah, I think we're seeing a lot of, like, really big offensive explosions because people are getting comfortable with the actual arena, with the rims, with everything that they need to, it, to be consistent. It feels like open gym for these yeah. guys because I think the reason that you're seeing a a massive uptick in scoring in the playoffs is because we all know intensity heats up in the playoffs. Nobody's having to go into an away environment with 20,000 fans. It's much easier to shoot in a gym. And I get it. It's kitsch. It's cool that they're doing the virtual fans and stuff. It no way. Fe- yeah, it doesn't feel like the Boston Garden. Yeah, no, it doesn't absolutely. feel like it doesn't feel like anything like that. Yeah, so I, you're you're kind of getting that. It's it's been great so far. It's been absolutely great. We uh, we kind of talked. You know, it was it was you know segueing to the probably the most intriguing series, well, this Blazers Lakers series. It's uh, oh no, Blazers Lakers, <laughs> perfect, excellent segue. Let's get yes. into it. Mm-hmm. So I bet you're hoping that they. I, cancel. Get, I wear my losses like a champ, bro. Bet you're hoping that they cancel. So that you don't look like a fool. I picked the Blazers to win the series. And after game one, I felt like Nostradamus. Booty Domus over here. Um, Confident AF. Yep. Hot dogging, popping up and down, shirt collar. Oh, what about that game one? In a week. (laughs) And I won't. And so and so after game one, feel great. And then LeBron and AD showed that it's just, mm-hmm. they're, they're just, they're completely they showed that overwhelming again, the Blazers. I was correct. That's what they More should. Correct. That's what they should. 
Well, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, you know, we're on this show, especially going to let each other know when we get it wrong. And so I'm going to wear it like a badge of honor. I, uh, this series is going to be done in five. Yeah. And then be done in five, whenever know, when it LeBron resumes. wins, you know, this round, the next round, when he doesn't lose to the Rockets, like you said he would, um, and he wins the championship. And then on top of that, wins the next two. Minimum three feet, huh? To finish with six, go out on top, fucking Joe Montana style, just ride into the sunset. Was it Joe Montana? I thought my take. Am I fucking lying? That's the best quarterback since Joe Montana. Joe Montana. (laughs) He was a quarterback, you idiot. Yeah, so. (laughs) Uh, I I don't know if it was what I don't know what reference I think was it was. I feel there. like I'm gonna look. But, I'm gonna pull. A, I'm gonna do a Ryan right now, and I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, you're the you're the king of pulling a rhyme. So you know, overall, first round has been really entertaining. I definitely understand, especially in the short term, wanting to draw attention to what's going on with mm-hmm. in the world, and and wanting to. But I, I think you really do have to get back. Don't know when exactly that'll be. I'm assuming. I I. I I would think Thursday's games will be canceled as well. I, I, I don't think this is just a one-day thing. So, I, it, you know, Friday I could see them yeah. resuming potentially, possibly. Um, we'll kind of yeah. I think it's an, I think there. it's just an ongoing discussion, right? So, like, I right. think they'll talk about it. I mean, obviously they're going to talk about it tonight. Um, they'll continue to talk about it, and then you know, it, it won't be long. But like, I feel like it's it's a big. Um, it's a big situation to have to like discuss. Like you don't just decide that in a night. I mean, look at what the Big Ten decided and how long that took. And well, I mean, we assume we know how long that took because we oh, heard God, reports that's an, of yeah. oh, there was a vote on Saturday, but then there was a vote on Sunday, but then there wasn't, and then there was a vote on Monday, and that's when we decided. And now yeah. it's bullshit. Because all of the presidents and all of these ADs and all of these people coming out saying that we were all in favor of a season, but we felt so much pressure to cancel because, you know, I read one report that was like they were almost sure, like 100% sure, very, very fucking confident that the ACC was going to cancel immediately following. And then supposedly Notre Dame, of all fucking teams, was the biggest like advocate to having a season for the ACC despite never being in a fucking conference until this year. Hmm, shocking. But they got a big yeah, enough stick it, that they can just fucking wave it around. Showing everybody's face. It it seems it seems like the Big Ten thought that they made a suicide pact with everybody else and that they're like, well, mm-hmm. we'll go first. And everybody's like, yeah, you you go first. Like, you you go ahead yeah. and pull that trigger and see what happens. Then the Pac-12 was like, oh, yeah, we're in this to the end. And everybody else was like, nah, man, that's... <laughs> you do it, you. we'll see yeah. if it looks you fun. And then, yeah. yeah. You do you, we're going to see what's going on. Dude, there is college football next weekend. T-Mobile has been building America's largest 5G network for this epic 5G moment. Introducing the new iPhone 12 Pro. Now at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G coverage. Download, upload, and game at 5G speed in more places. Unleash the power of iPhone 12 Pro 
with T-Mobile. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. I know. I'm this know. weekend, next weekend, Marshall's going to be on ESPN. This is this is wild. It's surreal. I, I I don't understand it. And and we're not, you know, as this has unfolded over the last few weeks, you know, we still haven't gotten any type of answer no. as to clarity around the Anything. decision with the Big Ten. They're just, yeah. We continue to get stonewalled. Every corner that we're trying to go to at least get some answers and figure out what's going on. And I'm telling you, if they get through a season and we have a college football playoff and there are three of the five power fives represented and they pull off like what the NBA has done and there's, you know, teams aren't, you know, and even in baseball with a few teams getting, you know, COVID and having to postpone some games, they're still churning along too. And the NBA is churning along and the NFL is planning on going. And it's just, it's going to be egg on the face for the Big Ten and Pac-12. I, I know it will. Yep. And so... They're going to be sitting here with a thumb up their ass, you know, at the at the end of this year, whenever they make two SEC teams into the four team playoff, and you know we're going to have to just sit back. It was, but now it definitely is happening. So might just be all fucking SEC teams. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be Alabama, Georgia, Florida, and LSU for the college football championship and it'll be bullshit just bite it out have it have it so at least at least through all of this craziness we're gonna get the nfl the nfl is two weeks from tonight two weeks we get to see texans chiefs i don't think you're gonna have to worry about any kind of interruption in the season Mm. zero zero positive tests through all 32 teams that's insane it's insane considering it well. that you're not in a bubble. Like yeah. I get it. Oh, absolutely. Like for the exactly. NBA, for you know MLS, and you know all of that. But it's insane to consider that you have zero positives, not being in a bubble. Yes. If you were to take all 32 teams on a year where there's not this much emphasis put around mm-hmm. testing and and covid so if you were to just come into a season and say hey we're going to test everybody before the season just to see who's got bronchitis of the thousands of players guarantee somebody's getting te- somebody's coming back positive or something yeah. so to have zero like you said outside of a bubble just shows the work that sports it can be played and that's what's so infuriating about college football well and it's infuriating that like well it's not even college football it's just the big Ten. And Pac-12. I mean, like, I don't care about Pac-12 personally. Right. And and there hasn't been as much that I've seen as far as backlash against the Pac-12 as there has been against the Big Ten, uh, which is probably about right. You know, Big Ten was first. Pac-12 just kind of followed. Uh, But I, I I imagine they discussed kind of that process. Part of me thinks, like, there was there was the conversation that like the commissioners of all of the power five met 
like I think it was like the Saturday before the Big Ten canceled. Part of me mm-hmm. thinks that like the Big Ten drew the short straw. Like they just sat in an office and they were like, all right, guys. Somebody's got to do it first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> totally agree. Pick a straw. I think that they were just like, well. Pick a straw. Yeah. They wanted to be the cool kid at the party whenever it's the middle of December and there's a pool and everybody's like, you won't jump. You won't jump. You won't jump. And the Big Ten was like, well, somebody's got to jump. So see ya. Yeah. And we're going in. And then the Pac-12 tried to be cool. And they were like, oh, yeah, we will, too. Like, ha, 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 that looks fun. Yeah. Then they were actually just kind of, and does anybody, it's like when you make a joke in class and everybody laughs and then somebody tries to ride the wave of your joke, nobody, like, they get nothing. Like, it's like, no, you're trying to take my clout. Yeah. I got it all. So that's probably why there hasn't been anything even really. Nobody even discusses the Pac-12's decision when you really look at it. But it's I also all think Big that Ten. like a lot of the the you know parents associations and like all of these like um, outpouring of what's the word I'm looking for uh, support disgust not really disgust yeah just you know what I'm saying you know, look at me they're just frustration from, from yeah you know what I'm saying. Um, I don't know, I don't understand. Had a lot of tequila. Um, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you um, t- yeah, you know, yeah. I think the Big Ten has had the the most of that, and so I think that's what kind of draws a lot of that attention because, like, there hasn't been as much traction on that side of things in the Pac-12, right? As, as there has been for the Big Ten, and so. Plus, you get an Ohio State team that was arguably probably going to play for a national championship that's now eliminated from competition. So, oh yeah, there wasn't that really in the big in in the or I'm sorry, the Pac-12. You had Oregon, who's a good team, but very young right. on offense, you know, and and kind of like untested to really know what to expect. Top ten team, but maybe maybe not a a playoff team Ohio State was like a consensus championship team yeah unequivocally they were they were the favorite in the Big Ten and you're you're getting a lot of you're not hearing a lot from the Pac-12 too because it's like it's the power five Mm -hmm. they're definitely fifth and the other four are are well, well above yeah. them. I mean, if we if we were yeah. saying, I think, I mean, it truly is, you know, the SEC is the best conference. The Big Ten is the second. Yep. The Big 12 probably is third with the ACC fourth. And the reason yeah. is, is that the ACC is not great. I mean, right Outside now, other Clemson, than Clemson. Yeah. Outside of Clemson. Yeah. If Florida State comes back. Right. I'd, they I'd have the makings of traditional powers. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Louisville's usually yeah. got a good team. They don't usually have a good team, though. They just had a good team because of Lamar Jackson. But before, before that, that, they before were... Before that, they didn't have a good team, and uh, you got to go back to the Greg Schiano years at fucking Rutgers. Right. They're like a middle-of-the-pack right, at... team, you know, but they're not Yeah, a, They're not a... Who am I... Yeah, we need to do a breakdown of, like, uh, as far as, like, the, the ACC power rankings, as far as programs all time. Because, obviously, Florida's at Miami. I mean, like, it, obviously not yeah. what they typically are. Um, like, all you know, time? Got, yeah, absolutely. I think Miami's probably yeah. at the top of that. And then probably Florida For State. For sure. Probably Florida State. Probably Clemson, especially with the recent success. You got Virginia Tech. 
another program that's just always pretty good. Yeah, so they the ACC's definitely been down. But I, but back to the point, like I think that yeah, the Pac-12 as far as like especially right now, football is just not the priority. I mean, it's it's really not. Hell, they've turned into more of a basketball uh, you know, conference yeah. than anything really yeah. in the last few years. So it's it's going to be very interesting to see how college football plays out. I think for the I I don't think there's going to be any interruption with the NFL. They're talking about fans, twenty to thirty well, percent capacity again, in a lot of these I stadiums. Mean, we've talked about this before. It's the difference between being a professional and being an amateur. True, like, true. If I if I'm a professional and you give me as my employer every opportunity to opt out of my job. Mm-hmm. you know because of everything that's going on and i and i choose to play then i accept those risks right. with amateurism you can't really do that because there's no there's no employee employer relationship it's hey we're basically going to take advantage of you uh and make millions and millions of dollars <clears throat> off of you but give you nothing Give you nothing in return, right? Until you get to the NFL, we'll, we'll prepare you for the NFL, but then we'll give you nothing before that. So, yeah, and a lot of people, especially like while there is, well, that's a whole not, that's a whole other can of worms <laughs> that's next week. to get into. That's next week. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's that's there's so much to do with that. Man. So yeah, just in in all of the very very charged up show, first emotional show, getting into mm-hmm. it I, I, with. The crazy thing is, is that we had like this whole show planned. I'm just as happy, then literally. I'm just happy that that the recording never stopped. I know, right? That we didn't didn't lose something somewhere because some bullshit happened. Like that's what I'm happy about. I'll be, I'll be fucking. I'm pleased. So Haley would say this. I'm pleased as punch. I'm pleased. Please just punch. No, I, I am too. What's crazy is, is that whenever the sports gods dump something into your lap, I mean, this is literally happening yeah. real time as yep. we're recording. Like, that's what's nuts about all of this, too. That this, I mean, when yep. has a when has a league suspended play mm-hmm. as it's in the middle of the playoffs? Like, this isn't even the regular. This is the playoffs. This is a bubble constructed specifically practice? for. Yeah, practice. Yeah, I know. Dude, I'm literally. Practice? I am. I am zooted right now. Practice? Off of everything that's... <laughs> not a game. Not that's a game. That, that's not that a game. Me, that's what that made me remind. That's, that's what, what that made me think of. reminded me of, yes. Allen Iverson, the answer. So, yeah, man, I, just literally craziness. We'll see how this plays out over the next few days. I am yeah. very, very interested. All right, I like I like putting it to a, to a vote. Is there basketball, NBA basketball, being played... Yes. By the weekend, yes, yes, you think so? Yes, I think I think there's no games on Thursday. I could see them coming back Friday or Saturday. Yeah, I think Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, in one of those days, you're gonna have. We'll come back. You have basketball being played. Yeah. This is fascinating. Unchar- this whole year has been uncharted territory. It's only fitting that this happens too. Oh, of course. That's why I said at the beginning of the show like i just nothing's off it's the fine. table yeah everything's fine nothing's that, off the table that meme with the Fuck with it. the dog sitting at his kitchen table <laughs> and the whole house is on fire, fire yeah. and he's just like this is fine this is fine this is just everything's okay 20 to mm-hmm. 
We've still got four months left to go and an election, but we won't get into that because <laughs> the election's going to end. It's not a political that, that, show. That's just, yeah. it's not when the, I'm just in the 2020 election, the world's just going to explode. They're going to say, and the winner is, and then just poof and everything blows up. Oh, that's probably what deserves to happen at this point. But anyways, agreed. A uh, couple plugs here to end First off being, so we did mention that the NFL is coming up here in, what, two weeks? Two weeks from Sunday? Two weeks. Um, two weeks from Thursday. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, but for our show, two weeks from Sunday. Yes, September 13th. Um, so 85 Yards will also be hosting a live stream on Sundays for NFL Red Zone, primarily dedicated to the afternoon games. So from... 1 p.m. Eastern to about 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that's when we plan on streaming. It'll be me and Che Booty over here just getting drunk, playing a drinking game, um, and also competing. Because guess what? We're going to yes. draft fantasy football players, and we're going to compete in the afternoon games on fantasy football during Red Zone. Come, pay attention, watch us, listen to us, whatever the hell you want to do. We're just going to be doing it. So come on, we're we're ready for you. Are we calling it the Witching Hour? I I, I like the name. I love the name. I do too. I can we call it that? It's, it's not an hour. <laughs> That's the question too. Is it's not an hour? Right? Because it's like three and a half hours. So it's a long. It time. is. Yeah. It it will all obviously build to a crescendo mm. at the end during that final hour. But yes. Yeah. And, and so, you know, it's, I, I really think it's going to be interesting. We're going to have a lot of fun during that time. Um, obviously like Ryan said, competing in daily fantasy against each other. We'll be playing a drinking game. There'll be an eight, five Y drinking game that we'll put out. Yeah, we'll, we'll have put more details before, the yeah, week before so you guys can follow yeah. along and for sure. Drink for sure. Us. And it'll be us. Yeah. It'll just be us sitting around commentating and stuff. It's the best part of my week. Best part of my week is that three and a half hour window. Ryan and I, of course, going at it with lineups, and we'll go over a little bit more of the stipulations around that and the punishments and mm-hmm. the consequences for losing between me and Ryan as well. And more we'll have more of that information. Come. We've, we've uh, spent a lot of hours, not really hours, putting minutes, this together, probably minutes putting a lot this of, together. A lot but, of five minutes a day thinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. It's one of the few things that I can look forward to in 2020. Anyways, um, if you are unfamiliar, 85 Yards is presented to you as part of the Buckeye Scoop Podcast Network. So, releasing Prime Ohio State University news and information week over week. It's an amazing collection of some of the best insiders in the game coming together to bring you the most up to date information possible regarding. Ohio State University. Check them out. It's BuckeyeScoop.com or search Buckeye Scoop wherever you listen to podcasts. Side note, if you enjoyed or love our logo, which you absolutely should because it's fantastic, uh, the 85 Yards artwork is brought to you by our dear friends and artists at Cousin Bougie. Leaders in design and apparel, Cousin Bougie provides a unique and inspiring view on the world we live in. Check out their work today at CousinBougie.com. That's C-O-U-S-I-N-B-O-U-J-E-E.com. Again, that's C-O-U-S-I-N, 
B-O-U-J-E-E.com. And Bushi. And we. Cooking out up with a deuce. Sash roofs. I'm burning the bottom rounds too. It's Bad Bushi. Every right. time I hear the name, dope name. Love bougie. it. Bougie. Yeah. Cousin bougie. bougie. I don't know how you go wrong with a name like Cousin Bougie. You really Mm-mm. can't. It's fantastic. It, 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 it's a perfect description, especially having you on this show, Jay Booty. It's 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 great, Mr. Boobs, and I love having the spend this time with us. Very charged inaugural show. It was. I, I, de- it was I good. It, we both yeah loved it. it both good. brought it. Really, really good way time. to kick we this. We went off. a little over time, but that's that's oh. uh, understandable. Absolutely. But, All right, brother. Thank, thanks again for listening to eighty five yards. If you like what you've heard, be sure to like, rate, download, and subscribe to eighty five yards for news and updates on all future content available wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Ryan McClincy. I'm Che Booty, Che Not. Until next time, cheers. See you later. Cheers. The Oregon College Savings Plan can help you support your kid's future career as a teacher. Uh, airplane driver? Um, no, their career as a hairstyle designer. As a dinosaur doctor? Oh, their future job as a windmill builder. No, an ice cream taster. You know what? We just don't know what they want to be yet. But while they figure it out and dream big, we're here to help you save for what comes next, whatever that may be. Learn more at OregonCollegeSavings.com. Enjoy a smoother morning, a sweeter afternoon, and a cozier evening. McDonald's has lattes, mochas, and macchiatos made with rich, roasted McCafe espresso beans, sweet whipped topping, and frothy steamed milk drizzled with chocolate, caramel, hazelnut, or French vanilla flavors. It's decadence in a coffee cup. So head to McDonald's for your espresso treat. A small is just $2. McCafe. Good is brewing. Price and participation may vary.